Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast exclusive content. For the Busted Open Nation, so please subscribe. And I have with me the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy, how are you, man? Man, I missed hearing that. You've uh, that you haven't brought that, that out since uh, the whole coronavirus thing. So I'm glad that you uh, brought it back. This is exclusive as well. Yes, this is extremely exclusive because we're doing this for the Busted Open Nation, the Busted Open Podcast. I hope everyone has subscribed and. You know what? We're going to do something completely different we've never done before, Tommy. Since you and I are the uber fans on this show, we are going to go back and watch some of the greatest matches, some of the greatest moments of all time, and we're going to do it along with the Busted Open Nation. I don't have a name for it, Tommy. Maybe the nation can help. You know, Tweet at us, at Busted Open Radio, using the hashtag Busted Open Podcast. Maybe the nation can come up with the name. I think. I think it's a great idea. I mean, I, it's kind of going to be like, you know, mystery science theater, wrestling, mystery science theater meets watch along meets me and you just talking about professional wrestling. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. And since it's WrestleMania week, Tommy, by the way, don't forget to listen to our WrestleMania special on Sunday from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern time. Me and Bully Ray are going to recap what took place on Saturday and we're going to get you ready for what's taking place on Sunday. So make sure to Listen to that on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. But, Tommy, since it is WrestleMania week, I figured we'd go back and see a match from the first ever WrestleMania back in 1985. Oh, man, March 31st. I was 14 years old, and I was there, baby. I cannot wait to go back. I was also there uh, February 28th, where it was the match set it up in the war to settle the score. And when I, you talk about electricity and you would always hear Gorilla Monsoon talk about you could cut it with a knife. I was so excited when Mr. T was going to hop the guardrail and it was all during the whole Captain Lou Albano, Cindy Lauper, the rock and wrestling connection was going on. And I remember that was the first time I started hitting my father like, Dad, Mr. T's here. Oh, my God. Like, And I was hitting my father like. Mr. T is here. That would be um, the equivalent to like the biggest celebrity on television. Mr. T was such a big deal. And for him to be there at the event where I was sitting in my head and then like, you know, the angle that pursued. And if you think about how, how the times have changed, it was almost one month before they set up this super card where you think about now the Royal Rumble starts uh, January all the way up to the end of March, April, where you know here comes WrestleMania, and it's you know WrestleMania season. But they literally had one month 
to go to promote their main event of this first ever show. All right. So I want you, I'm going to, I'm going to quote my father who said, keep it in the condom because we got a lot of information, but we should do it along with the busted open nation. So we're not watching the entire first WrestleMania. We're going to watch the main event. So I need everybody that wants to watch along with us as we're talking. You don't have to, you could just listen to Tommy and I talk, but if you want to watch the main event of WrestleMania, the first ever WrestleMania along with us, go to the WWE network and we're queuing it up, Tommy. At one hour, 45 minutes and six seconds. We couldn't make it simpler. One hour and 45 minutes and six seconds into the first ever WrestleMania. You know what I'm talking about if you see Liberace and the Rockets in the ring. So 145.06. Wait for it. I'm going to wait for the nation to find the exact particular point in the card for where we're going to talk about it. So it's 145.06. Cue it up. And do you have it queued up, Tommy, to 145.06? One hour, 45 minutes, and six seconds into the first WrestleMania. I am ready. That's such a great random time. I love it. It's a, it's, it's, you could make it simpler. One hour, 45 minutes, and six seconds. So you got it queued up. So here we go. When I, I will tell you, I'll count down and I'll say play. When I say play, that means hit play. So five, four, three, two, one and play and as i said there you see in the ring the great liberace who's the timekeeper for the match liberace dancing in the ring with the rockets he is so happy he hasn't missed a step what do you mean dave and i love the yellow fingers in the audience because dusty Rhodes used to call hulk hogan yellow finger because of those yellow fingers that you see those foam yellow fingers that a lot of audience you know a lot of members of the audience have bought now, you know, th- you were an NWA guy. Yes. I was just a pro. You were what Look at, the, look at the dance Liberace's doing. He's all into it. His look at the man with the proud. vinyl jacket. Look at him go. Look and there's the Billy Martin with Howard Finkel, the special guest ring announcer. Um, now, Dave, you were an NWA guy. Yes. I was a, a all-out professional wrestling fan. You were what we make fun of today when there's the mix between AEW and NXT. Yep. You were that guy. You hated this. Despised it. To be honest, I hated Liberace being there. I loved Billy Martin being there because he was a beloved, you know, New York Yankee. Uh, the pomp. We understand it now as we get older, why the WWE and Vince McMahon put this all together. And I know from stories that Shane McMahon has shared with me of, and, you know, they've said this publicly, if this event wasn't successful, here comes the greatest. Is that uh, his name spelt wrong? Muhammad Ali. You don't know. I think is that how you spell his name? I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Two M's. Anyway. Now, this is also the Madison Square Garden Network, who some random fan that ran into the ring. They thought it was Sammy Hagar, but I digress. <laughs> but they did all this because Liberace, it's the same like where we talk about Gronk. Gronk will get more eyes on the product or last year it was, you know, when Ronda Rousey and all that stuff, they wanted to use these mainstream celebrities to try to get, you know, people watching this on this thing, this new thing called pay-per-view. Yep. Uh, that is the, the New York state athletic commission boxer. He was the, he was the guy who ran it, man. He used to have to go get his license through him. I forgot his name. I'm not listening to the volume. Damn it. He was a good dude, man. Me and my father used to always go because to be a wrestler in New York, you used to have to go down to New York City and get a cardiogram 
and get an actual physical from their doctor to allow you to be a wrestler. Wow. So, all right. So, um, so we have Muhammad Ali and the story is that Muhammad Ali, Pat Patterson turns out to be the referee. Muhammad Ali is the referee outside the ring. And it turns out that they just didn't trust Muhammad Ali to be the referee. So they brought in Pat Patterson to actually be the referee for the match. And it's amazing that they didn't trust Muhammad Ali who had matches already. I mean, what would he do? Go into business for himself and knock out Hogan, which would have been awesome. <laughs> and here comes uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff and Ace Cowboy Bob Orton. They're going to be coming down down the aisle into the ring in just a moment. But you asked me about that. I was an NWA guy. This to, this WrestleMania. First of all, I think you would agree, Tommy. There would be no WrestleMania without Hulkamania. I mean, Hulkamania was all the rage at this time. So this was kind of a playoff, a Hulkamania, WrestleMania. Well, if you talk about, um, or if you asked Roddy Piper, Roddy Piper would always say, yes, Hulkamania was it, but did people pay to see uh, Roddy Piper get his ass kicked by Hulkamania? That's a big question that lived throughout the ages in professional wrestling. And Piper was convinced if it wasn't for him, there would have been no WrestleMania. And if you think about it, he was the heat. He was the heater from what he did last month to Captain Lou Albano, what he did to, you know, and all those promos, what he did to Cindy Lauper. It was, you know, we were, I know I was paying to see Hulk Hogan kick his ass. You can't just like any great movie, any great book, anything to have a great babyface superhero. You need a great villain. And Roddy Piper was, uh, Dave, we're not doing audio. I mean, we're doing audio, but we're not doing video as well. Are we? No, we're doing, we're, I, I believe we're doing audio and video. I think I could, I could be wrong. Mother All Marissa right. would have to tell us, well, but I, I mean, I'm, I see on. you, but, oh, look, you got the hot rod t-shirt on. I pulled this one out of the closet. It makes my man boobs look super big, but I don't care. It's for a Roddy Piper. I love him. And, we're, and we're actually Piper. just doing, we're just doing audio, but I, but I had to say video cause I knew you had something special to show. <laughs> So I just play, I just worked you there. Um, but you mentioned, you mentioned before Thanks. about WrestleMania. white t-shirts. They turn <laughs> yellow actually, for some reason. Look at this I, place pop. I don't even have the volume on. Look at this place pop. I was part of this electricity. <laughs> if there wasn't for me, they would have had, what was it? 19,820, something like that. There's Vince. That's right. It, it would have been one, it would have been one or two short. Thing. Now you forget. Because, uh, Jimmy Superfly Snooker was with Mr. T and Hulk Hogan in this match. And boy, this is really the start of the decline of Jimmy Superfly Snooker because months before this, he was in the feud with Rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. And when you talk about not trusting someone, that's why in this match, they took out Snooker. And I believe Mr. T was supposed to be, it was supposed to be Hogan and Mr. T or in uh, some places have said it was supposed to be Jimmy Snuka and Mr. T, but I don't think that holds true. But Jimmy got demoted down the card because of he was unreliable, and which sucks because it would it would have changed the face of wrestling history. Yeah, think about that. That's crazy. Now earlier you asked about you know I was an NWA guy and I wasn't crazy about this first WrestleMania because of Billy Martin and Liberace and all the superstars and everything else. You know, WrestleMania was WWF's answer to Starcade. You know, Starcade was first, and this was kind of their answer to that supercard that was Starcade for the NWA. 
but this was truly the beginning of sports entertainment as instead of the old school pro wrestling. Yep. And Dave, man, I, I, I'm going to get back to that question. I mean, to what you were just talking about, but this I, I'm getting goosebumps and I don't need to tap on my arm like the rock does because I, I haven't seen this probably since maybe 1986. First of all, I'm laughing at the old man with the broom in the left corner sweeping the debris because if that happened today, Vince McMahon would have that man removed as quick as could be. And then, of course, Paul Orndorff just took this old man's broom and broke. Oh, my God. He broke his broom. And now the old man is like, like he just sulks away because now he's got no broom. I guess he figures my day's over now. I don't have a broom to work with anymore. And that is a union worker at Madison Square Garden, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, now, this is what you hated. You, and I did too, man. I didn't think, you know, and, and as wrestling fans, we don't, Liberace should serve no purpose. And I believe he has a little tinkle bell that he will ring sur- shortly. If I didn't see any of this because I remember having to go back and watch it because I was pretty high up and there was no screen. You just had to watch it as it yeah. was happening. Look at the jacked body of Paul Orndorff. My God. He was in amazing shape. Hulk Hogan and Mr. T going up against Rowdy Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. Jimmy Snooker in the corner of Hogan and Mr. T and Ace Bob Orton in the corner of Roddy Piper and Paul Orndorff. And this is old school, too, in the fact that and they probably changed it on the WWE Network. But when Hogan came to the ring, it wasn't Real American. It was Eye of the Tiger. I had the tiger, baby. I remember me, look at the tinkle bell. See, told you. Yay, Liberace. Um, I also saw a bill after a George Palatown. Look at how everybody is just packed and jammed. And, and have you ever been to the garden when you were uh, younger? No, uh, my, my mother guy. and father, they, going to New York would be like going to Tokyo. They never, <laughs> want, they never wanted to venture into New York City. So all the wrestling that I saw was in Jersey. William Patterson College, uh, right. the Meadowlands, of course. It wasn't. It honestly wasn't until I was in high school that I first went to see wrestling at Madison Square Garden. My father, when he would take me to events, he was kind of like the father of the Goldbergs. It would be like if we're walking at the hockey game at the end of the second period, it's like, okay, we got to go home. We got to beat traffic. And I'd be like, no, I want to see the third quarter. Or, you know, we'd leave after the seventh inning stretch of a baseball game. But there was no way my father would let, I would never leave this event. I was glued to this. I also, I would like to tell you that I wore, uh, would be equivalent to mom jeans back then. And my Hulk, I had a straight up Hulkamania shirt, brother. I was so hulked out. You were my, my my father didn't like wrestling at all, but the first time he took me, Hogan was going up against Dr. D David Schultz. And my father actually jumped to his feet when Hogan's music started playing. When I had done, 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 done. He got on his feet. He was getting into it. I was so proud of my dad. When he first got into, because I knew he wasn't a fan, I think he became a fan that night. Look at Watch, I, well, I, look at this. This is such a big fight feel. This is like big fight boxing, UFC, and the intensity that Piper has. And this is with an untrained wrestler, Mister T. He's not a wrestler; he's an actor and a stuntman. Ooh, and yeah. think of this now, because you mentioned it. First of all, look at the time. It's three oh seven in the afternoon. The main yep. event is taking place at three o'clock in the afternoon, but this would never, ever happen today. Like that pop that you heard would never happen for a couple of different reasons. One, people would have their cell phones out taking video. They wouldn't be jumping up and down, screaming and yelling because they want to take video on their cell phones. And the other thing, the crowd would be split 
because everybody was behind Hogan and Mr. T. But if this was taking place today, there would be as many fans rooting for Piper as they were for Hogan. Yeah. And, you know, the build up to this, too. First of all, look at the shape Roddy Piper's in, man. He is jacked. And and I remember they would do all these vignettes and they only had, you know, a month, really. Uh, and they were training at Mid-City Gym. And then remember Hulk and uh, Mr. T were, were training in Venice Beach and they were doing like all these different workouts. Mr. T, by the way, does not know how to lock up. No. Um, but it didn't matter. It didn't matter back then to the, cause you know, when we say we're spoiled as wrestling fans, um, everything in this point is real and it is real to Mr. T cause he don't know what he's doing. Yeah. And, and Roddy Piper wasn't exactly going to give any kind of popcorn punches to Mr. T either. Um, how about the lead up to this match? Cause you talked about how big this was and how mainstream WrestleMania was leading up to this is that infamous, uh, spot with Richard Belzer when when uh, when Belzer when uh, Mr. T and Hogan were guests and and Hogan put the sli- put Richard Belzer in the sleeper hold and he and he conked out let him go and he cracked open his head. Do you remember that? I do. And this was they also were on Sat they hosted Saturday Night Live with Billy Crystal. Yep. Um, and they had that awesome segment with uh, "You Look Marvelous." By the way, Jimmy Snuka just went to the top rope. I think he thought it was the finish already. <laughs> And Muhammad Ali getting in the ring. It broke down. But, you know, honestly, it's as simple as this where, and I'm not saying they probably called a lot of stuff. There's Billy Martin. He don't care. He's just happy. He's probably he's hammered. Um, This chaos and everybody is standing. Look around. There's not one person in their seats. I was one of them. Oh, such heel heat. Piper leaving. How dare you do that? You have no. two referees, and neither one of them are, are trying to count Roddy Piper out, by the way. We got to learn how to do this with audio, because well, then we wouldn't hear our audio. Damn no, it. but Marissa can bring up Mother Marissa, who's running the board for this show. She can bring up the audio whenever we want it. So if now, you call. This is, our, this is our pilot episode. These are only going to get better. I just I can feel it. I'll probably go back and watch this now just to feel the electricity. And uh, also, too, you can use hashtag busted open podcast at busted open radio for anything more that you want to hear when we do these things too. Do you want us to do more calling of the match? Do you want more stories? You know, we listen to the busted open nation here, Tommy, the, the nation should say what matches they want us to watch. Ooh, I didn't even think of that genius. Yes. You are, well, you know, I, I can produce some stuff as well, even though we got the greatest producer of all time, mother Marissa there. That's right. Here we go. It's breaking down. And for two referees, yeah, it shouldn't be breaking down, but it is. Yeah, Pat Patterson doesn't care. Muhammad Ali is, is <laughs> lost. and I don't even, think, probably I don't even think Muhammad Ali right now is looking at the ring. He's probably calling, hey, gimmick, get over here. Look at that cell job. Uh, do you know the only two wrestlers that ever were at WrestleMania 1 and made it to WrestleMania as fans? Uh, you? Mm-hmm. Um, there's the only there's only two, right? Two. All right, I'm gonna guess. Uh, these are my guesses. You and Nunzio. You got it, little yeah. Weird. And he made it at WrestleMania 20, which was uh, at Madison Square Garden. And he said it was the happiest he ever was because his dad, who took him to this show, and then he got to see his son perform at WrestleMania, which is cool. Nice hip toss. That's it. Actually, you know, Mr. T looks pretty good. Body slam by Mr. T. We just saw a hip toss. 
Look at rakety eyes on Paul Orndorff. Look at Paul Orndorff could sell too. Jeez Louise. Well, I also, I don't know why Mr. T, who looks again in phenomenal shape, well, uh, he's blown up and his underwear is showing. Look how blown up he is already on the corner. Yeah, he's, 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 he's almost dead. Oh my gosh, he is so blown yes, up. To the gill. Oh, what a bump. The only other person who goes over the back of the way that way is Adrian Adonis. Though it's so hard to do that bump nowadays because the ropes are so uh, tight. Look at the looseness of the ropes, but going over backwards like that, you know, a lot of guys kind of turn to the side, uh, but the the looser ropes, you can do that. There's somebody's jacket. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. that's the other thing, too. Look at ring around ringside. Now around ringside, you have there's nothing around ringside. All these photographers, just random people, police officers like it's 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 like Penn Station around ringside. It looks match. like a mosh pit. And that's how it should be. There are so many photographers, Muhammad Ali getting involved there. He's getting there were so many photographers, so many extras, so many. Because, I mean, if you even if you watched going to the ring, all the wrestlers that were standing, you even saw the Iron Sheik wearing a do-rag, literally watching the show. And uh, if you follow uh, Brian Gewertz, the, he was the head writer for Raw for a long time. When he wrote a Monday Night Raw, he particularly did an entranceway old school, just like that, because he saw this WrestleMania as a kid. So he copied that in one of the WrestleMania matches that were at WrestleMania. Just all the mainstream press too. Like, like a lot of photographers that you don't normally see at a wrestling event, because this was, this was big. Like we talked before, this was mainstream. Look at Pat Patterson's getting physical with Mr. T. This is crazy. I, 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 two referees that don't know how to referee. Can we get it a real referee in this match, please? Look at, they talk about AEW, how AEW doesn't respect the 10 second or the five second rule. Look at this. This is awful. Um, now maybe Pat, that's Patterson, Pat Patterson is refereeing the referee of Muhammad Ali. The referee telling, needs a referee. He's telling him to get out of the ring. <laughs> Meanwhile, if Mr. T could ask for oxygen, I think he would. Look at him. <laughs> he is completely blown up. This is amazing. And please pull up your pants, Mr. T. Come on, you're on television. He, he is so wearing, blown up, he doesn't care that he's showing his underwear. He's wearing tidy whities The first sign, if you are a wrestler and the person on the apron is blown up, is exactly how Mr. T leans on the ropes right now. And when you go to wrestling training, when you are tired, and me and Bully Ray do it at, our, you know, at, at Team 3D Academy, when guys are tired, we say, get off the ropes. Get off the ropes. One, because if a guy hits the ropes, you'll go flying. And two, it just you having to stand there when you're winded is actually helping you get conditioning because of situations like that. And we always wow. say, what if main event of WrestleMania, would you be sucking wind like that? I mean, most I people, you would agree, though, Tommy, that most people who bought a ticket bought a ticket to see this main event like you know unlike other wrestlemanias there was some like you know there was some enhancement talent so to speak uh, on this card you know oh, there was definitely absolutely. an undercard for the first ever wrestlemania oh man king kong bundy sd jones um ricky steamboat versus matt bourne uh what's his name uh tito santana versus the executioner who was playboy buddy rose and i totally forgot because i went and looked up the results 
Brutus Beefcake wrestled David San Martino on this with Bruno in his corner. That's I, I, wow. I completely forgot about Me that. Too. David San Martino, I think, was gone from the WWF about six months after the first WrestleMania. Yeah. Top rope, high rent district. Using the tag ropes, ladies and gentlemen. I love the tag ropes. Struggling to his feet. He's falling because he can't even stand. Oh, we're hearing a little bit of, of Jesse the Body Ventura. But wait a second. That's an illegal tag, Tommy. You can't do that. Top, well, Mr. T, was your, you have to be over the top rope. You can't make a tag through the ropes like that. Okay, Dave, this would be the equivalent if you were in Hulk Hogan's partner. Come on now. He did have the tag rope. He is now getting a wedgie. Look at him. He cannot breathe. He can't, he can't even stand up at this point. And he think, when you talk about conditioning, you talk about what you, we, we all see. Mr. T is probably number one, really fighting with Paul Orndorff, and he also has no wind, and he's done nothing. And when you talk about excitement and energy and blow, your mind will blow you up quicker than your body, because Mr. T really hasn't done a lot. And, and I'm telling you, Bully and I always talk about this, like about calm down, your because your mind will get racing, and then you have no more gas left in you. And we are seeing this where he can, Paul Orndorff with that body physically cannot pick up Mr. T. And Muhammad Ali is blocking the hard camera. If this happened today, Vince would probably go out and fight Muhammad Ali. Look Vince at this. man just breathe. must have been ecstatic at this point that he knew what a hit this show was before it was even over. Well, uh, like I said before, I know like talking with Shane, he was like our family. And they've, they've documented this on, on WrestleMania. They put their entire, they remortgaged their home. Um, I remember Shane telling me like he remembers uh, doing flyers and posters with his father and like they knew if this didn't hit the wwe was out of business by the way mr t did nothing and tagged back in hulk hogan because he can't breathe look at him yeah he he literally just laid on the on the mat face first for he was uh, in a front face lock where piper was probably telling him to breathe and then he probably said go make the tag because you're doing nothing look at him he's he's on for those who are you know aren't watching along with us, Mr. T is on his knees outside the ring on the Mr. ring apron. He is doing the so blown up Ebo right now. <laughs> Wait a second, and uh, and we're hearing like Mother Marissa turned up the volume for a second. You hear? I forgot that it was Jesse Ventura and Gorilla Monsoon doing the commentating because it was normally for these we're shows Pat Patterson and Gorilla Monsoon, but yep. Pat Patterson's the referee. We're going home. Jimmy Snuka jumped in early. Here it comes. Boom. All right, get turn it up, Mother Marissa. Turn up the volume. Got to cover Pat Patterson. He got out. He got out. That's it. The place is going nuts. Mr. T is dead on his feet. And Jimmy Snuka in the ring did absolutely nothing to help anybody. Well, to be honest, Jimmy Snuka ran in the ring and headbutted Bob Orton. And then got thrown out, which did nothing. He blew his spot, or he came in just too early. He was supposed to Orton deliver that, and then Bob or, uh, Snooker gets rid of him. With two referees, been totally out of control. Oh my yeah. god! Oh, Pat Patterson just got sucker punched by Roddy Piper to keep his heat. Roddy Piper, very proud. Rowdy, Roddy Piper, that was refer- spectacular. And if you remember the aftermath of this was Paul Orndorff then turned on Roddy Piper. Why is Mr. T caring about Paul Orndorff right now? 
because he's just a gentleman. He's a sportsman. And this exactly. started because this started the story, Tommy. This is where you started to. These are cer- certain little drops of the evidence that he was going to turn babyface. Now, if you think about, look at that guy right there and his body, how he went from top heel, top babyface, back to top heel. Him and Roddy Piper never held the WWE heavyweight titles. Wow. I don't even know. I'm trying to think. Paul Orndorff never held any title in the WWE. No, he was never an intercontinental champion or anything. Never no. a tag champion. And, I mean, what an amazing wrestler. His head doesn't know what's gone and by the way, this is the end of the show for the crowd, and everyone was happy. Mr. T literally did nothing. I think that was a worst performance than, I mean, Lawrence Taylor by far blew him away, but also tells you how great of a worker Bam Bam Bigelow was, because that was in the last time, I guess, after this, we saw another celebrity enter and have a match like that. You know what's crazy is that you just mentioned this is the end of the show. Number one, you mentioned about Mr. T. One thing that Mr. T did do, though, is set up that story with Paul Orndorff by helping him up off the mat. So that was the one good thing Mr. T did in this match. And the other thing you're talking about, the show is over. This is the last match. This is the main event. WrestleMania is over. Not one person in the crowd is leaving. Not Not one person. Everybody wants to see Hogan pose. I also remember this being on the 11 o'clock news across the board on like all this Warner Wolf who always did New York on, I believe it was CBS, but every channel had this. And then in the newspaper, it was the next day too. And it was, you know, pictures. Normally they would just do do results, but it was pictures. And that's the vision. Because look at it. You have Liberace, Muhammad Ali, um, Billy Martin, all in the ring with Mr. T. And it's all these mainstream stars surrounded by, you know, these crazy pro wrestlers. Yeah, Mr. T, you did nothing. (laughs) Why did I love you so much? I have a picture of me and Mr. T. Hang on. It's right behind me. Do you really? No. Where did you meet Mr. T? Come on now. I'm Tommy Dreamer. Oh, look at that. You got you got to post that on social media when we uh, when this when we drop this one for the for the nation because they got to see that. That's amazing. God, I'm so you are unbelievable. You can live your dream. I keep it displayed. I'm very very proud of. I used to love Mr. T. I had his doll, and his performance was horrible. I don't remember how bad he was. Yeah, you did nothing. I'm surprised you didn't vomit on him. Showing the instant replay. Here comes the finish. Pat's distracted. The referee doesn't see this. Hits him with the case that the cast, which what which just happened one month earlier, Jimmy broke Bob Orton's arm. That's right. And that's right, right in the back of the neck. And uh, Bob Orton's arm did not heal for at least seven, eight years. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it was it was a terrible, terrible break. And Here's then, another you know. another view. <laughs> Think of how this is how WrestleMania is ending with instant replays. That, oh, this is the best. It's so simplistic in its form, and this is why I love it. But here we are. The the match ended five minutes ago, Tommy, and still no one has left. Hogan and Mr. T are leaving the building, okay? Yep. And and still not one person has left Madison Square Garden. That's how over, you know, you talk about some of the most popular. Look at this. Look at the Now they're finally starting to, to, to venture out a little bit. Now that there's nobody in the ring, it's crazy. 
how big this was. There's Mean Gene Okerlund interviewing Hulk Hogan and Mr. T after the big victory of the first ever WrestleMania. Jimmy Superfly Snook is there. He's saying, hey, brother, to Mean Gene Okerlund. There's Mr. There's T's posse, his entourage in the back. By the way, we also uh, saw a, um, a clip. He was the guy who helped bring Piper back. That's Rich Herring. He was part of the WWE. Uh, he, was, he was then, after that one guy we pointed out, he became the president of the New York State Athletic Commission. And then right after it kind of got decommissioned, he, he still works for WWE. Great guy. And he does, he handles a lot of uh, the WWE business. I love Rich. And I couldn't believe I'd seen him. I haven't seen him in years. Wow, and this you, is cool. This is really wild seeing all of them being interviewed by the late, great, mean Gene Okerlund, WWE Hall of Famer. But you know what, too, Tommy? When you look at this, you knew there was going to be a second WrestleMania. I, I didn't think we'd be now getting ready for WrestleMania 36, but it's just amazing how everything grew from this one night. It's unbelievable. Absolutely. And uh, Jimmy Snuka, whatever he's saying, we, it won't make any sense, but that's Jimmy. And uh, phenomenal. When, when you, uh, again, the WWE was built upon this. It was successful. They try to go bigger the next year when they did the three different places, though they were sold out, it wasn't perceived as well. And then what happened after this was WrestleMania three. And then it was off to the races. But I mean, could you imagine if this event did not happen, we would, WWE would be out of business and it would be an entirely different business. Look at this, how we're ending a pay-per-view with a recap of Gorilla Monsoon and Jesse Ventura. Oh, normally it's, it's million dollars worth of pyro. Good night, everybody. Uh, a nice glory shot of whoever's the champion. And man, has times changed. No, this is ending just like any normal Madison Square Garden card would end for the WWF at the time. I mean, it's, <laughs> Look at the it's, guy it's in the really that much. It's not that much different. I, I don't mean to cut you off. The guy who Paul Ordorff broke his broom, he's just walking around in the back because he has no broom. He's using his foot to wipe up the ring. That is a That's a fitting <laughs> image to end the first ever WrestleMania is that the guy whose broom was broken is using his foot as a sweeper to clean up the ring at the end of the show. Tommy, this was absolutely phenomenal, man. I hope you had fun doing this. I'm, I'm loving it. This is a great idea. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope you can enjoy this pure lunacy like me and Dave did because it made me a 14-year-old boy and made me appreciate and love professional wrestling all over again. And don't forget WrestleMania 36 this weekend. We are going to be on the air covering it like a blanket. We're going to be on from three to five on Sunday with our WrestleMania show, recapping what took place on Saturday, getting you ready for what's taking place on Sunday. Don't forget, subscribe to the Busted Open podcast and follow us at Busted Open Radio. Use the hashtag Busted Open Podcast. Tell us what you felt about this episode and then tell us what you want and what matches and moments you'd like Tommy and I to talk about. This has been a lot of fun, Tommy. Thanks so much, my friend. See you, man. All right. Talk to everybody on the next episode of the Busted Open Podcast. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. 
The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.